Good afternoon. This is Ask Andy, a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me at 215-259-3687 or on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. So I wanted to talk to you today about deadlines, statute of limitations, uh, you know, pretty simple, straightforward personal injury stuff that is different from state to state and you should know about. First, every state has its own statute of limitations. It's set forth in the state law. So in Pennsylvania, it's two years from the date of the incident to filing suit. You have to file suit within two years. If you don't do that, you are uh, SOL or out of luck or however you want to say it, but it's a complete and utter bar to coming into court. So, you know, as lawyers, we try and avoid <laughs> that happening uh, as much as possible. So uh, there are times when it's unavoidable. There are times when, you know, your office breakdown, you know, your office systems break down. And you got to deal with that upcoming statute of limitations deadline. There are times when a client will walk in the door with a very complicated case a week or two before the statute. You know, me and every other personal injury lawyer have dealt with a lot of situations. We have a lot of backup systems in place, um, a lot of ticklers or calendaring to avoid these situations. You know, and frankly, personal injury cases don't get better the more time they sit in your office. So... You know, if you are not, if you are coming close to the statute of limitations, you know, mostly, hopefully it's, it's not the lawyer's fault. It's the client's fault for showing up late or something like that. So two years. Okay. It's different in every state. I used to practice in Massachusetts as a defense lawyer defending malpractice cases. And there is two and a half years and sort of no rhyme or reason. You just got to know it's two years. Now, are there exceptions. Well, we are lawyers, so there have got to be exceptions. The, the big exceptions are as follows. First, if you're the victim of a personal injury or tort, um, someone else's negligence, and you are under the age of 18, the rules are a little different. You have until you turn 18 to file suit, and you have two years, your statute of limitations doesn't begin running until two years after that. So let's say you're a 10-year-old kid, you're in a car accident, your mom comes to you know, me as her lawyer and says, look, I want to file suit. I'm going to treat that case like a normal case and pursue it. But you know, if you are sitting out there not sure what to do or not even sure you had a case, you have until you're 18 plus two years. Uh, so the next curious exception is something called the date of discovery. So let's say you go in for surgery and the doctor, you know, is in a rush or doesn't pay attention to what they're doing and leaves a, a clamp, which is like a scissors, but not one that cuts, one that clamps or holds arteries closed. Um, you know, a lot of times back in the day, nurses used to leave sponges in patients. You know, there'd be a lot of blood and there'd be the sponges would get lost. These days, they uh, the sponges are tagged with uh, radio frequency ID and there's a lot of protocols by hospitals to try and x-ray patients after the surgery to make sure that there is no sponge left behind. So, but anyway, let's take the example, the crazy example of the 
clamp left in you. You have an upset tummy for three years after the surgery, but nobody can, you know, figure out what's going on. And then finally, some doctor says, you know what, let's just take an x-ray, see what's going on. And sure enough, what's on your x-ray in the middle of your tummy, but someone's clamp. All right. Is that malpractice or negligence? Yeah, that's an easy ground ball suit. Let's say four years had passed since the surgery when the clamp was put in. Now, did you know the clamp was put in, you know, four years ago? No. When was the first date you discovered it? Well, it's when the x-ray is shot that shows the clamp. So, you know, typically the statute will start running on the date you discover it. Now, defense counsel will raise a big stink about this often and will suggest that, well, you should have, you knew or should have known of this complication, you know, well in advance of the two-year periods when we say it started. So there's a fight over the date of discovery, but usually, you know, it's it's fairly clear, and, you know, it may always be an issue, and it's one that's concerning to plaintiff's counsel, but it's just something to be aware of. Another important date to be aware of in, in my practice and in, in plaintiff's practice is the following. You are not allowed to file suit against a sovereign, meaning the city or the state or a township, unless you've given them notice within six months of the uh, date of the incident. So again, it's another one of those, don't do it bad, you're in trouble, you can't file suit. Now, let's say your client as a lawyer comes to you nine months after the incident, the client doesn't know anything because they're not a lawyer. It's not the lawyer's fault for not sending the tort claims notice, as we call it. So, you know, sometimes someone comes to you nine months after an incident and they have complaints or concerns about, you know, a police car hit them or they were run over by a township vehicle or there's a hole in the this or that. Um, then you can file your tort claims notice and go from there. But, you know, that tort claims notice will trip up people periodically and it doesn't really require much. You just have to say, my client was hurt on this day, had this injury, was treated by this series of doctors or specialists. Um, as long as you submit that silly little letter, then you can go to court. If you don't submit the silly letter, you can't go to court. So that's something we try not to screw up. In federal court, if you want to sue the federal government as opposed to the state or the city, there's a whole tort claims procedure you got to go through that is a headache. And they have a whole set of, of different rules that are actually, thankfully, uniform nationwide. So I think I've handled one of those with a federal malpractice claim against a doctor operating at the Veterans Administration. Um, but basically, there's a book of rules about this. We just have to sit down and look at it together. Uh, but as you can guess, we don't want to come too close to the statute of limitations, meaning we want to get your case filed in court well in advance so that we don't have to think too hard about these things and we can fix problems uh, before the statute of limitations comes up. So let's say you filed a case and you've, you know, filed your case in court and you serve your defendant and you find out that there's not one defendant, but there's actually two defendants. So what are you going to do? Well, since the statute of limitations has not run in your case, you can amend your complaint and just add the defendant. But if, you know, you took your time or it was hidden or you didn't figure it out and you have one defendant who you served in a timely manner within the statute of limitations, but the second one you can't figure out or you don't figure out until it's too late and time has passed, you're kind of screwed. So 
again, there's an incentive on my side of the fence as a plaintiff lawyer to get cases into court faster and then figure things out because you want to have the statute of limitations on your side. You just don't want it to be an issue, especially if you've worked really hard to get the case all the way to court. You don't want to just lose it on a statute of limitations uh, basis. So that's statute of limitations in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Those are the, the big bright line rules. There are some smaller, finer points, uh, but they're very, very, very case-specific. And that's about it. I hope all's well. Again, this is Ask Andy, and you can reach me at 215-259-3687. I hold people accountable for their negligence, and I look forward to hearing from you. <laughs>